2: another park date and I am recording this intro at Hyde Park in the middle of Sydney. It's Sydney's uh, answer to Central Park Um, and men playing uh, giant chess and scariest birds you've ever seen. Um, One walking up to me right now, I think it's called an Ibex. They have very long Beaks. Uh, My Aussie friends have told me that they call them bin chickens. The first time I saw them here a good few years ago, I was uh, uh, quite impressed. I couldn't stop looking at them. Um, I think it might be, is it like Norwegian National Day today? I think it might be. There are people waving Norwegian flags and dressed in Norwegian national costume. Um, I'm here to introduce the episode um, which I recorded in Sydney uh, a few days ago and it was one of my favourite episodes that I've done uh, for the entire of this season. Uh, I learnt a lot from Timothy Gray who I spoke to in another park in Sydney called Barangaroo Reserve. Timothy was telling me a lot um, about Aboriginal custom and culture. You're going to hear about that so we won't go into it now but I'll give you a little intro to Timothy. He is a Gear. we're a jury and man man um, from Maxville on the coast of New South Wales um, Timothy is in a band called Green Hand Band they play reggae and um, Timothy is a writer and poet as well he has a radio show in Sydney on Koori Radio um, and he is a cultural uh, ambassador and advisor and also a tour guide and all around great guy you're going to hear my chat with him in a minute and if you enjoy it as always do leave a review um, and to subscribe and to check out our socials and followers on part podcast on instagram and twitter and now we are going to go straight into an australian adventure with me and timothy Welcome to Sydney for a very special episode. I'm here at Barangaroo Reserve see Sydney Harbour Bridge uh, just over there. Sydney Harbour, blue waters in front of us in this beautiful park. I'm here with Tim Gray. Tim, thank you so much for joining me today in Barangaroo. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. And we were just saying you were you were looking at the voice recorder and you were saying that you do you might be using something like this for some kind of paranormal. Uh, investigation. You do some ghost tours here as well. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: we just started running um, ghost tours, which we call spirit tours. Spirit tours. Just in regards to the dream time and around our creator spirits mm. and creatures that live in the bush. Um, just from a First Nations perspective. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, those old pub ghost tours and things like that, where this is a little bit different. Right. More focused on Aboriginal uh, uh, spirituality.
2: Yeah. And you were saying that you wanted to get some equipment so you could maybe try and record... Yeah, uh, record the sounds. Yeah, just the sounds
1: because I already know ghosts exist. Yeah, that's, that's not what I'm doing. I will do it because I like to see if I can catch something. Yeah, fantastic yeah.
2: stuff. Obviously, the land that we're on now has a very, very long history. People yeah. don't realise the, the the amount of history that's here today. This is very, yeah. very ancient ground.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Speak to me about about this place, Tim, and about the importance in the history of this place,
1: Barangaroo. Well, in particular Barangaroo because it's, we're right around the corner from. Yeah. yeah right around the corner from like first contact yeah you know when the British arrived here in 1788 and where was that point uh, circular key circular key right, it's right. Uh, which is the Aboriginal word for circular key and the Sydney area is Wadan. yeah which means scars on the back because that was uh, a gadigal man's part of his ceremony to become a man three scars on the back and that tooth knocked out oh wow <laughs> yeah glad I don't do it that <laughs> yeah. well I'm not gadigal but yes yeah. <laughs> And, and that so that point
2: was in Circular Quay. So this so we're very near to that now, only maybe yeah. a kilometre or something, 500 metres. We're very from near
1: to that, and also and this is named after Brangaroo, uh, a Cammeraygal woman who was living here when the first fleet arrived. Uh, just on the other side of the, uh, this beautiful harbour, and that's why, that's one of the main reasons why it's so significant because the fact that she was living here, uh, you know, fishing in the harbour, still they were still living very traditionally. They had been sixty-five thousand years prior, and her seeing you know eleven ships coming in and what's going on here and checking them out and making sure that they're only visiting and not staying. Yeah, <laughs> um, she, unfor- she, yeah.
2: unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, it did stay. Yeah, once she realised that created a she, lot of problems. Yeah, once she realised that, she uh, yeah. that's why she's known as our first resistance warrior yeah. as well because she was like constantly telling him. Uh, to leave thanks for thanks for visiting but can you leave now please yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah and now she was known to the British for only three years Mm. 1791 she passed away and unfortunately due to smallpox which was brought over by the first fleet but and you know that's one aspect of why this area is so important you know that uh, first contact but another reason why as you can still see uh, you know with all the buildings and cement now it's still a beautiful harbour, yeah. it's still got aspects of uh, nature. Yeah, you uh, can see across
2: across there, it's very, very
1: green just in yeah. front of us. Yeah, yeah, especially on the north and east side. The north shore is very green, isn't very it? Very exactly. green. Yeah, there's a lot less uh, cement over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. So, lots and lots of history here. Yeah, but um, obviously, lots of things have happened in the meantime. I remember. My first visit to Sydney. Yeah. Uh, there's a plane goes sea going over now as well. We should say. Yeah, uh, Don't, plane, don't yeah. see don't see many of those anymore. that, that
1: goes from uh, from Rose Bay. From which Rose Bay. Is, uh, and then Sydney Harbour's largest
2: here, bay. So, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Wow, very very un- unusual sight flying over. But yeah, I remember <laughs> that the first time I came here, this whole area was um, kind of a docks, right, like a port. Yeah, I remember yeah. like running past along Hickson Road yeah. and there was just this kind of abandoned container port. shipping wharf. Container shipping wharf, right. And then this park is on kind of part of that old uh, port area, right?
1: Yeah, it was a redesign. It's been redesigned. Mm. Uh, the shoreline was redesigned to this original shoreline aspect from old, old uh, you know maps, mm. from, uh, again, from around First Contact and yeah. the, the, the English sort of like mapping out. And, and taking you know doing paintings of the area yeah. and uh, so it was a design competition this reserve bringer reserve mm-hmm. and that's why learnedise won the design competition because it the, the aspect of the headland being back and and like that original shoreline shape as well
2: yeah and that's what, that's what gave them the win so they were trying with this park they were trying to create um a sense of how it was how before, it was before, before yeah. the, the the port of Sydney was yeah.
1: kind of developed. Yeah. yeah, and also even the name was a naming competition, and mm. because you, they use you know they, they the name of Brangaroo won. Mm. Obviously, you know, wanted to add that First Nation story as well. Because and what, the other thing that uh, that's important about this area too is because we're doing Aboriginal culture tours here. We're actually um in line with the school curriculum from stage one to stage six. And so we're actually telling the history of the first contact. Yeah. From you know, not just from the colonization point of view, not just from the not just from the, you know, Captain Cook. Mm. I grew up just just hearing about and learning about Cook mm. and Philip, and not uh not much Aboriginal history, which is now in the last decade or so starting to
2: change. Yeah so, yeah, so now in Australian schools, um, kids would learn more about yeah. Aboriginal history and that yeah. time before. Yeah. I guess in the past, the history books just started. No. In the 1700s, 70, no, yeah. Yeah. 1788, nothing happened, no. nothing happened before that. No, nothing happened. Nothing idea of, the idea of... <laughs> well, I remember going to the Library of New South Wales and you mm. see that map mm. of Australia which says Terra Nullius yes. in the map, which is obviously yeah. ridiculous because... That's right. It, it, it wasn't that at all there was thousands no, of people was, living all around all around the country
1: yeah it? that was Cook and um, that's what you know we've got mm. reconciliation coming up and mm. uh, that's what that's about yeah you know the Mabo decision which overturned Terra Nullius mm. uh, I mean reconciliation was around yeah long before that but uh, the Mabo decision yeah just proving that you know from up his area and, and Mo which is uh, one of the islands in uh, the Torres Strait yeah, yeah. Just having that uh, showing that showing proof that, you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait the people are still utilising the land traditionally. Yeah. Um and thankfully got overturned that Terranolith. Yeah, of course.
2: Is. Yeah. And so you're running uh, Tim, you run Aboriginal culture tours of barangaroo yeah. So people come here and you guide them around and you teach them about yeah. the history of this place and what it means to to you personally, right? Yeah,
1: and it's also... We've got 75,000 plants, trees, and shrubs here. Yeah. So it's more about how the Aboriginal people used. Right, right. Uh, Used uh, these trees and flora for medicine, Mm. for food, for shelter. Uh, I mean, you can still use them to this day. Yeah. uh, If you know where to look.
2: Are there any examples that we're walking past of plants that you you recognise that are useful for...
1: Yeah, the mandra here. Mandra. This was made for. Uh, yeah. The seeds from this were. Uh, each had uh, two grains inside each seed mm. that were crushed up and made into flat bread. Oh, wow. So you can
2: make sort of a, you can make a bread from this? Yeah. These.
1: A flat bread because we didn't have yeast until yeah. the English came.
2: These kind of like dry seeds on and long then, stalks.
1: And then these leaves were stripped, uh, torn into strips and used as weaving. For weaving, yeah.
2: Oh, wow. So what you can make clothes from. No, like uh, baskets, and baskets and baskets. carrying
1: vessels and things like that. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: So that's the So that's that's kind of um, just a small example of the way that the the land and the the plants would be used, but in a in a sustainable way, right? That's it right. It wasn't just like strip everything back. It was no. no. Th- this is something useful, but we're only going to we're only going to take what we need,
1: right? That's right. Yeah. Well, it, well and that's the difference between law, L A W, mm. and an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander law or mm. Indigenous law which is L-O-R-E yeah the difference in the two laws is L-A-W humans govern whatever everything yeah. lore law is that we are dictated by the land mm. not the other way around yeah so whatever the land's doing we just go with that yeah we don't try and change it right? yeah and like you said we don't take too much yeah whereas now obviously with We've, um, for, since the Industrial Revolution, we've dug ourselves into a, a climate change... Uh... Emergency, yes. yeah. yeah, which
2: we need to sort out very, very quickly. Yeah. And we, we have
1: the technology to do it, yeah. we've just got to do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. But I, I find it quite interesting how we're kind, of, we're kind of interested in those ideas, again, of sustainability and yeah. being in touch with nature. And yeah. these are things that your ancestors knew very well thousands of years ago it's like we're having to relearn those lessons
1: right that's right yeah um, and it's not you know we, we always say that we're the caretakers of the land mm. we don't own the land when you hear people process protest they say we own the land no that's not true no one owns the land yeah and we're all meant to be caretakers not just mm. indigenous people everyone yeah supposed to take care of the land as much as we can I know in the capitalist world it's a bit harder yeah there's a lot of things that we use and have, are, you know, things from out of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're, hold, you're holding your uh, your phone yeah, there yeah. too. Yeah. There's a bit of oil and stuff yeah. that make, makes just that little phone. Yeah, but you know, we can but we can change it. We can reverse it. Yeah,
2: um, exactly, exactly. And maybe one of the ways that that we can sort of make a start on that is by greening areas by kind of having these parks and stuff. Do you yeah. Think were you you quite quite happy when you saw Barangaroo Reserve open yeah because I
1: I can imagine some developers just would have wanted to you know put all buildings and apartments and nice resorts here and stuff Uh, thanks to uh, visionaries like Paul Keating former Prime Minister Mm. of Australia Um, we got a public park uh, reserve and uh, to add to that with the uh, First Nations story yeah of history like uh, the two histories coming together is yeah. right here in, in, uh, in okay.
2: And this morning, um, well, I met, met you for the for the first time this morning, yeah. and the reason was that we were uh, very, very, very kindly invited to this uh, welcome to country ceremony. It's yeah. a ceremony that a ceremony that I'd never seen before, where uh, there was uh, dancing and yeah. there was a, a, a sort of flame and smoke. There was a kangaroo dance, wasn't there? Yeah, and, kangaroo dance. Yeah, yeah, some some different kinds of dancing. Um, and, and, a, and Torres, a, Torres Strait Islanders, yeah, and, and um, that kind of ag- acknowledgement of the the history of the land and yeah. everything that went with it. Um,
1: and the two First Nations people, the two, yeah, two, Torres exactly,
2: yeah, two, two, the two First Nations um, people doing those um, those dances and those talks. I, fa- I found it very, um, very powerful moment, and not something I've seen before. I've been to Australia a lot, and I've not not seen that. And I yeah, feel like yeah, it's a story true. that lo- I think a lot of people would be very interested to hear, and maybe we. Yeah. Maybe we're um, you know, th- get, getting the chance to tell that more.
1: And I think, I think also, especially coming from overseas, a lot of people see ads about you know, Northern Territory and places like mm. that where it's really remote. Mm. And uh...
0: here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com.
1: But what's good about, uh, you know, you're you're right next to the Australia's largest CBD. Mm. In the middle of Sydney and you've got uh, traditional cultural practices still going yeah going on here
2: yeah and there were there were you know people were sort of gathering around i saw you know walkers yeah. and yeah. workers everyone was looking at the ceremony um yeah. with with uh, with great great interest and yeah, um, yeah. yeah i think people people uh people are interested interested in that um but yeah it's um it's it's a very beautiful park as well isn't it is it a place that you like to come and sort of Hang out or have your lunch or yeah, I that. don't
1: mind that. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll come and meditate. Really, uh, yeah. Obviously, you can see a lot of joggers. And mm. Some people come. We've even got a couple. We've even had a couple of weddings.
2: Really, uh, that would yeah, be a beautiful yeah, place yeah. for a wedding, wouldn't couple it? Of
1: weddings. And yeah. Uh, we've got a big art exhibition in the cutaway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, art is very big here, isn't it? I remember. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For uh, Sydney Festival a few years ago, there yeah. was. Um, there was a big uh letter spelling out a word. Yeah, oh, yes, always. Always, that was yeah. it. Always, exactly. I thought As that was, it like
1: always was, always will be. Yeah, like and that was that Island was
2: a yeah. yeah, very kind of potent symbol of what this place means as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a
1: very like yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so there's lots of lots of different aspects to this. So.
1: Yeah. And that, when we say things like always was, always will be Aboriginal land, mm. it's not about that it's our land and not yours. What it's about is just wanting to Wanting the general public to just acknowledge. Mm. Yeah. And um, because we hadn't been taught the history in schools, yeah. Just acknowledge the history, that's all we really want. We don't want yeah. we don't want to take people's houses and get their land back like that. It's just about um, coming together. Sort of like a reconciliation process I guess, but yeah. but having that understanding as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I think seeing dances like you saw this morning. Mm. Sort of break through those break through all those sort of like misconceptions and mm. things people might have about aboriginal people
2: yeah yeah i think it's i think you're right it's important isn't it to to see all the the various aspects of the the culture and and yeah. everything yeah, yeah exactly um you don't uh you don't live near here though do you do you live in redford I live is in that redford, right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah is there there's like a park in redford isn't there as well do you yeah. ever go to that that park in Redford?
1: Yeah, yeah, this park there. Uh, Redfern Park. Redfern Park. It's also yeah. got the oval there, which is famous in Sydney. Yeah. Rabbitohs, uh, what the oldest rugby league club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Australia. Yeah. Uh, it's got all that, and plus, Red, but Redfern's more, more important, I, I guess, around with Abri- as far as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people concerned. Mm. So. All our services started in and around Redfern, like Aboriginal Legal Aid, um, yeah. Aboriginal Medical Centre, yeah. things like that. Uh,
2: and a lot of um, Aboriginal people live around Redfern, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, Still yeah. got a fairly strong Aboriginal community. There's there. a big community, isn't there? I remember going to, yeah. is it called The Block? The Block, when, yes. Yeah, when right. I've been to Sydney before and looking yeah. around and there's um, yeah. there's lots of interesting art and graffiti right. in that area. Um, and then yeah. The Block's
1: been all redone. Yeah. Uh, Aboriginal housing is. put. New houses and boxes, yeah. there still the block, yeah, but it's just been upgraded and yeah, you know, cleaned up,
2: and uh, it's looking sort of pretty good, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to go and check it out again, yeah. And you, you've got a little sideline, haven't you, Tim? Doing music, you, you do yeah. Music, I've got a reggae you? band, you've got a reggae band, yeah. <laughs> have you ever performed in Barangaroo? Maybe you should do a concert, No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
3: be a conflict of interest, <laughs> but
1: um, no, I'd love to play here. Yeah. Um, you play in and around the Sydney. Yeah, um, a lot of NAIDOC events, Aboriginal and Islander events. Yeah, we've got a we're playing at the Cammeraigal Festival in a couple of weeks' time, mm-hmm. which is Cammeraigal, the Brangaroo's tribe. Yeah, so that'll be that's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, I like to, you know if I if I could be a muse full time, I probably would. Yeah, but I mean this job here, like, it's, it's, I, I love this job. Yeah, you know, get to uh, talk about culture and even though it's not my tribal area. I can still share that cultural knowledge with um, people. Yeah. And it's just about what happened. First well, contact.
2: I was going to ask you about something. The Stargazer Lawn. Yeah. And that's... Um, I, I was always quite interested in the, the name of that, but I've never uh, oh, really yeah. r- like looked at the history of that. What's the what's the story so of the Stargazer Lawn here? Well, the
1: Stargazer Lawn is... Uh, well, one, this park's open 24 hours a day. Yeah. So you can come and gaze at the stars. Yeah. Also... When you're up there, you can see the Observatory Tower. Oh, Observatory Hill. Yeah. And also, there's a fish in the harbour called the Stargazer fish. Right. Which um, it's called Stargazer fish because it looks at the bottom. Yeah. It's the bottom dweller, and it's always got uh, eyes on the top of its head, so it's always looking ah, up. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. Stargazer.
2: <laughs> the, star, the Stargazer fish. Yeah. Fantastic. But yeah, the the park's kind of split into some different different areas, isn't there? There's, yeah, we got
1: a little Walk here, which yeah. means yellow striped kingfish.
2: Oh right, this is the one we're
1: on at the moment, yeah. though. Well, look the good, walk, yeah, yeah. Most of the sandstones from here, mm. uh, adding to that, sustainability aspect.
2: Yeah, and this is this is really the the colour of the sandstone, the kind of buttery yeah. colour, is what you see in a lot of the Sydney buildings from. That's uh, right. Yeah, from the, the old s- colonial days. Yeah, yeah, colonial buildings. They're all this colour, aren't they? They're very yeah, uh, yeah. yeah very no, that's right. <laughs> very uh, e- easy to easy to notice. Yeah. Uh, but um, but also it's you know it's a very very beautiful place. But it's also kind it kind of you know surrounded by work in progress, isn't it? We can see yeah. there's a building site over here, which I think isn't this to do with the that's, metro?
1: That's Brangaroo Central. So there's more yeah. parkland coming. There's
2: going to be some more tra- park over here. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then you have got trade station going in the corner. There. Yeah.
2: So there'll be a new uh, there'll be a new metro, won't there? Yeah, Linking Brangaroo to everywhere.
1: Yeah, and some low-rise housing. There. Yeah.
2: And then you can see, well, now we can see the skyscrapers of Sydney and the, yeah. the new uh, yeah, buildings in Barangaroo. Very, very corporate. Um, well,
1: that was the idea of the whole precinct was 50% mm. private, post, 50% public. Yeah. And obviously, this part's better. Yeah. <laughs> That's now our tallest building, Crown. Is that the tallest building in Sydney? Well, Centre Point's not classed as a building. Yeah. Centre Point is taller. Yeah. But it's, it's a tower, it's not a building, so yeah. there's some technicalities. Yeah. But uh, but those spirit tools that we do, mm. that plant behind you there. let the look banksia, at this. Yeah. What's this one called? Banksia. Banksia. One of our banks. We've got about five. This is yeah. the serratifolia, so it's the serrated leaves. Yeah, quite sharp, sharp. leaves. Yeah. Uh, but one of these banksias is uh, it's called the hairpin banksia, and, yeah. and that's important because the hairpin banksia is goodie, which means it's a it's a type of hairy man, uh, like it's a creature from our our spirituality. The little guy. Yeah. We've also, and this is what we talk about on our spiritual tours. Also talk about our version of Bigfoot. Talk to me about that. So that sounds call, terrifying, but I want to know. We call yeah. yeah. They live out, well, they live out. They don't live in Sydney because okay. it's all cement and yeah, cleared land. They're all live in the outback, out where there's bush areas. Well, yeah. oh, not the outback. Yeah, I have to go far. Oh right. Yeah. To see one. Um, Blue Mountains. Right. Uh, but yeah, they're all around, and and that's what we talk about on our spirit tours talk about dreaming stories, the creator spirit here, which is Bayami, which is also my Virajiri spirit uh, god, uh, creator being. We talk about that, we talk about, share some dreaming stories and we also get people that come and do our spirit tours to share any experience they have with any type of, you know, ghosts or, yeah, because we also believe that, uh, some of us believe that our ancestors come back as uh, animals or trees or you know things, that, so we, that, that's what we talk about in our spirituals. Yeah, we do talk about ghosts and those creatures, mm. a little bit spooky, but it's mostly just about our spiritual. Yeah, because the spiritual aspect of our culture is like the wet part of the ocean. It's, yeah, it's pretty much all of it.
2: And this is what I find really, really interesting about um, about Aboriginal culture. There's a kind of, by the way, stop me if I'm saying any of this wrong, but <laughs> the, right. I, it's the idea, right, that kind of everything's linked, isn't it? There's yeah. this, you know, it's not It's not just the land. The land is just the land. It's yeah. more meaningful than that. And the yeah. trees have a meaning and they have a spirit and yeah. people and animals and the land and everything are kind That's of all linked in this this like more complex world and then in the yeah. dream world as well right that's, that's right yeah it's all connected everything's connected. everything's connected everything's yeah. connected i think that's a really interesting way of, right. of kind of putting the world together yeah but the dream world especially yeah. then kind of bleeds into the physical world doesn't does, it does this kind of like there's no separation there's no separation is there yeah no. so dreaming is really really important yeah. for for aboriginal for the, culture yeah
1: yeah for us passing on knowledge and mm. sharing those creation stories How things came about, how things work. Yeah,
2: it's all part of that. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all kind of linked together, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And I think yeah, this is a this is kind of a great place for people to to begin to learn about that, isn't it? Because maybe they've had no experience of um, of those viewpoints, and maybe they can see see things here that might educate them quite a lot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it's a very very interesting place. And do you remember when you were young, Tim? Did you did you go to any other parks when you were when you were young, a young Scally? Were you just, were you sort of, sort of hanging out in other parks in
1: Sydney? Not really. Our oh, Royal National Park we'd go to every now yeah. and then and the Blue Mountains. But yeah, yeah, it's just so good to have something like this yeah. in the middle of the city. Definitely. Are you
2: one of those people that likes to be outdoors as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I'm not playing the PlayStation. No. <laughs> that's
2: that's one thing you can't do outside. Can that's you? right. No, no, it's not possible. Not yeah. possible to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, what what are the kind of what are the future plans? You mentioned there's going to be another park. Are you going to be are you yeah. sort of involved with um, with that? Uh, what, do you know yeah. what's going to happen there?
1: No, it'll be it's a park for. Um, well, for the public, but also for an, amphi- an amphitheatre for music and stuff like that. Oh,
2: right, so, right. Uh, well, another opportunity for uh, well, maybe, for you yeah. to get your we could, yeah. <laughs> get your band together for a yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have like um, do you have days when you sort of bring the family down here or anything like
1: that? Do you have uh, kind of cookouts or any of those um, kind of things? Well, a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, my family is mostly all in the bush, so yeah. when they do come, I try to bring them here, so... it's um, it's a good place to come and just just sit yeah yeah you mentioned meditating didn't you do you think it's a good place to do that oh absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. it's one of the best places right on the harbour as well yeah and even us in the city you might get a bit of noise it's not that bad yeah especially at night it's not much noise at all apart from the old ferry going past and things like that yeah it can make make for quite a quiet kind of
2: place where you can contemplate yeah contemplate different things that's right yeah Yeah, amazing Great stuff. Well, um, I'm going to go and uh, going to go and look around some more. But yeah. um, Tim, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for taking me around uh, Barangaroo and on the the Wooligal Walk. Yeah. Is that's that right. right? That's right. Well that's, done. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I love these <laughs> Aboriginal words. They're, they're, they're so they're brilliant, but they're very hard yeah. to say sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> no, that's right.
1: I'm trying. To, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Well done. Yeah, I'm trying to pronounce them. But... And you got Naui Cove there. That's Naui like Cove. The yeah, this canoe.
2: Yeah, yeah, this kind of cove in front Quite of low us. Tidal. It is low tide, is not it? It looks um, might have to go for a swim later, but
1: well, uh, maybe the bull sharks might uh, change
2: your mind. <laughs> do you know? I heard the first time I came to Oz, I jumped in the river, and and the and the um, Australian people said, <laughs> yeah, "Don't don't yeah. do that." Nah. And uh, it was a stupid British thing to do. I mean, exactly. it's still
1: a it's still a low percentage. Yeah, but yeah I wouldn't no, me. no, it's
2: not good. Not good. Either. Well, I'll, I'll listen to you. You're, Thanks, you're, mate. You're a man that knows. Tim thank you so much I really
1: appreciate it thank you for having me me. thanks a lot
2: I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date Um, there's lots more where that came from and there'll be more in the future as well if you enjoyed it Please leave a review, um, good or bad, make them funny. I'll be reading out the best ones and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk. And um, if you see me walking around in a park, come and say... Hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, Yes. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.
4: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50